Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. I have a short message today. But I hope that the blessings that this episode would provide for us will be eternal blessings. The Lord and Master Jesus Christ said a lot of things in his lifetime on earth. Some of those things were a little confusing for the hearers, but whatever he said was loaded with life and light. As much as the Bible itself is a book full of light, I have learned to pay attention to those quotes presented in red in some Bibles. I have come to know that those words of Christ are a source of much wisdom for life and living. They ring true regardless of age, circumstance, and generation. The words of Christ were never designed for just a section of society as it was for most of the other authors in the Bible. Rather, Christ spoke to whomsoever, as he often put it, the righteous and unrighteous alike, the Jews and the Gentiles alike. The words are comparable to scientific laws. They always work every time for everyone, which is why I pay particular attention to them. Christ said something that has always intrigued me through the years. This particular statement I am speaking about is recorded in the book of Matthew, the sixth chapter, from the first to the fourth verse. And it reads from Matthew 6, 1 to 4, It says, Take heed that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when you do your arms, do not sound trumpets before you, as the hypocrites in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Truly, I say unto you, they have their reward. But when you do your arms... Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your arms will be in secret and your heavenly father who sees in secret himself shall reward you openly. In a nutshell, he said in this scripture that when you give and announce your giving that you have your reward and nothing more. However, when you give secretly, your heavenly father who sees in secret will reward you openly. The puzzling thing for me is what he said about the earlier giver who gave announcing their gift. Christ said they have their reward, but no reward was mentioned. This puzzled me for a while because it did not make any sense to me. But then, taking repeated look at it, it eventually came to me. The fact that the giver announced their gifts suggests that they wanted to be seen while giving. Therefore, though they were giving, their real intention for the action 
was not the giving but to be seen. So physically it was giving but spiritually it was showing off. Now in that scripture the only thing that must have happened is that the giver was seen as they wanted in the first place. So obviously the reward must have been being seen as the giver desired. So if you take what Christ said to be a principle, which I believe it is, it then means that a person's reward for any good deed in life is always on the basis of what they wanted in their hearts before they did the deed. This further means that it doesn't really matter to God what I do physically. We could then put it like this. That physical actions belong to men, but intentions belong to God. It's always what I have in my heart before doing that God reacts to. Whatever it is I desire from men, that's exactly what I will get and nothing more. If I want to get paid or praised, that's what will happen and nothing more. Now let's explore this thought a little deeper. It then means that two people can do exactly the same thing, yet they will be seen differently by God. This brings to mind something that is recorded in scriptures that has been a mystery until now. It is the sacrifice of Cain and Abel. Why was one accepted and one rejected? For years, people conjectured that it must have been what they brought to the sacrifice. But from what we are looking at now, it was most likely a result of the difference in intentions. Abel's intentions must have been acceptable to God, while those of Cain's were not. This further teaches a lesson that one should not be carried away with what one sees in the physical as regards divine approval. Things men may praise as great may not be great in the eyes of the Almighty. A person may have the approval of men for their actions, yet God may not approve. The watchword for all actions in life should then be intentions. As much as we should be mindful of our actions, if we want God's attention, then we should also balance it out with good intentions. Now this also brings to mind Hebrews 11.3, which says, Through faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now this scripture says that everything physical was made with things that are not physical. Isn't that true in this case? The physical things we do are made with invisible intentions. So we can also say that the raw material of all physical actions are made of our invisible intentions. Now let's try to bring this matter to a conclusion. We can then say that since it is impossible to produce anything without raw materials, it is also impossible to do anything without intentions. In addition, 
just as it is necessary to get the best of raw materials to be able to build quality things. We should be careful to have good intentions in our hearts before we proceed to do anything we want to be seen as good works. Let's not think that it's all about just doing. No, it's first about intending. Let's match the intentions with what we are about to do. Think about what you really want out of it on the long run. If I need respect from men, then that's what I will get in the end and nothing more. If all you're interested in is getting paid cash for what you're doing, then that's all you will get. Maybe it's the praises and the applause of men you cherish. Then men will certainly clap for you and nothing more. However, do not complain later in life that God is not blessing you. You never wanted that. You never valued the blessings of God because you were caught up with your desire for vanity. One thing that physical acquisitions have in common is that they are just for the moment. They never last. If it's money, you will spend it and it will be over. If it's the praises of men, it's just for now. Those same men will still abuse and insult you later. The best thing you can have is a divine blessing. Because a divine blessing may not satisfy your present desire, but it's a gift which keeps on giving. It's like Christ said to the Samaritan woman at the well, living water. It just keeps recycling back over and over again so that you never thirst again. Why not then limit your intentions in life only to love for your fellow man? This simply goes back to the same instruction of our Lord and Master. Let your actions simply be with love for your fellow man at heart. People often say they want to please God. But the way to please God is not really to do anything for God who doesn't really need anything. To please God, you need to do things for your fellow man. So my listeners, let us end this by taking a thought about our intentions always. Making sure that it is always based on love for your fellow man. The thing about intentions is that no one can force you to have any intention. No one knows it but you and God, unless you tell someone. However, the blessings of God are not hidden. They are allowed for the world to see. Your intentions may be secret, but the blessings of the Lord are open. Even as the scriptures say, the God who sees in secret will reward you openly. Let your intentions therefore be full of love for your fellow man and you will have blessings that keep coming back to quench your thirst repeatedly. May God grant us divine wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for listening and God bless you.
you were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.